You're listening to the Nomai podcast, where we talk about relationships, self-development, pop culture, lifestyle, basically just cool, bougie, modern-day African auntie vibes. Delilah Dahlia Mohammed was born in New York City on the 18th of October, 1982. And her and her two siblings were raised by an Egyptian father and a Peruvian mother. The family re- relocated to Boynton Beach, Florida, when she was 13 years old, where she graduated from a local high school in the year 2000. And certain of a career path, she opted for a real estate license and began moonlighting, moonlighting as an escort. It was through that work that she met Michael Depolito in 2008. Though so he was married, he fell head over heels with Dahlia and divorced his wife to marry her. The wedding was in 2009, February, and this was only five days after Michael's divorce was finalized. Now, Michael DiBolito himself hadn't had the easiest and most law-abiding of lives. He was an ex-convict who served time in prison and was on probation for stock fraud. It didn't take long after tying the knot. I have to say it was like six months since they were married, for him to realize, <laughs> okay, hi guys, welcome to Truly Crime, episode two. Dalia Tipolito thought she was hiring a hitman to kill her husband, Mike, but it was actually an undercover officer, and the whole thing was captured on camera for an episode of Cops. Dalia was born in New York City in 1982. She had two siblings, and they were raised by an Egyptian father and a Peruvian mother. And she was from Florida. They relocated to Boynton Beach in Florida when she was 13. And she graduated from high school in the year 2000. So uncertain of her career path, she opted for a real estate license and began moonlighting as an escort. It was through that work that she met Michael Debolito. In 2008, though he was married, he fell head over heels with Dahlia and divorced his wife to marry her. Their wedding was only five days after Michael's divorce was finalized. Michael hadn't had the easiest and most abiding of lives. He was an ex-convict who served time in prison and was on probation for stock fraud. It didn't take long after tying the knot, however, for him to have a series of bizarre encounters with the law that jeopardized his freedom. Um, so what had been filmed for cops with her, you know, talking to an undercover cop, but thinking he was a hired killer it wasn't the first time that she had actually tried to kill her husband, Michael. 
Um, she had previously laced his Starbucks tea with antifreeze, but he spit it out after just one sip. She'd also planted drugs on him, cocaine, and it was in his cigarette pack. And she called police. Um, this was after they'd gone on a date night. So they were pulled over by police. And really, it was Daria trying to get him arrested for violating his probation. However, the police let him go after believing his sincerity in refuting that the cocaine was his. So she Dahlia reconnects with an old boyfriend, and she shares her desire to kill her husband, Michael. But the ex-boyfriend took the information directly to the police and then worked with them on the same operation that would eventually put Dahlia behind bars. A hidden camera catched the former sex worker, as well as a real estate agent, telling this contract killer she's 5,000% sure she wants her husband dead. So now I'm going to play a recording from ABC News um, because they covered a story on this crime in 2015. And this is Dahlia meeting up with the killer. So you have um, audio from the news segment as well as Dahlia and the undercover cop who she thinks is a contract killer. And they've met in a CVS uh, car park Right, um, to discuss how this is all going to go down. So here's the audience. He makes his plan crystal clear. A burglary gone wrong that leaves Mike dead. The undercover detective, he really wants to nail Dahlia. Make sure he's got it on tape and on camera that she is really going to pay him to kill her husband. And he says, are you sure, Dahlia? Between now and when it's done, you know, not to have how you change your mind, even if you change your mind. No, there's no, like, I'm positive, like 5,000% sure. There it is. The press would have a field day with this line. Listen again. She's 5,000% sure. I'm positive, like 5,000% sure. Like, no, when I said I'm going to do something, I'm No, she was. So there you have it. Right, and she's actually being filmed. So the police not only had audio, but there's a video because there's hidden cameras, right? So now let's go back to this plan. As you heard, um, you know, the cop saying, the undercover cop saying, they're looking to make it look like it's a burglary gone wrong. So just before 6 a.m. on the morning of August the 5th, 2009, Dahlia leaves her house and she drove just two kilometers from her house in Palm Beach County, Florida, to a local gym for a workout. While she was there, she received a phone call from a detective who told Dahlia to come home immediately. So she arrives in front of her police tape-covered home, and there's video footage from the scene, which shows Daria breaking down in tears after being told by her husband Michael had been shot dead. 
But her distraught reaction was a complete lie. Right? We all know she's lying. As is that of the detectives who were comforting her, right? Because everyone's putting on a show here. Because the police not only knew Dahlia, Dahlia had hired a contract killer to murder her husband, but they'd allowed the TV show Cops to film the fake crime scene for one of their episodes with the crew's cameras disguised on the suburban street as breaking news reporters. So when Dania was taken to the police station for questioning after the scene outside her house, she was asked, is there anyone that you know that would want to kill your husband? And Dahlia goes to say, he's on probation. And, you know, she explains about the problems her husband had been having since getting out of jail for organized fraud. However, the officer cuts her off and says, you're going to jail today for solicitation of murder. You're actually under arrest. And it took a few seconds for Dahlia to digest the gotcha moment. Despite being told the hitman she paid was in fact an undercover cop, she was quick to claim she did not do anything before breaking down into tears. In 2011, Dahlia went to trial for the first time and was found guilty of solicitation to commit first-degree murder despite her defense attempting to argue the whole thing was a scripted ploy to snag a reality TV show. The judge actually called the murder-for-hire plot pure evil and sentenced her to 20 years in prison. During Michael Depolito's impact statement, he talked about how the crime had left him a nervous wreck and led to the failure of his business. So Michael says, if Dahlia would have owned it like a normal person, I would have respected it. But when I get to court, I hear that I want a reality TV show. Not only is she saying that, but her lawyers allow it. It's ridiculous. You should have just said space aliens landed and they did it. If she wanted to steal my money and leave me, she should have gotten a divorce. This isn't a wholesome person. This isn't a person with any regret or remorse. And I might add that when Dahlia was arrested, she was calling out Michael DiPolito, you know, going, oh, I didn't mean it. I still love you. Even though... During the time that she'd hired this contract killer or she'd gotten in touch with her ex-boyfriend, she was leading him to believe that they would get back together and she needed help um, changing Michael's assets from his name into her name. So she was doing all these things behind the scenes whilst also, you know, working to get him killed. And she had no remorse because... For someone who does that and immediately says, actually, I was just acting and it was for reality TV. We wanted a reality TV because it's 2011, you know, there were so many reality TV shows being filmed of anything and everyone. So in 2014, um, her conviction, however, was successfully thrown out after an appeal and a second trial resulted resulted in a hung jury 
after the defense changed their tact, and this time they blamed the police because they had an undercover cop. They were filming her without knowing. They set up a fake crime scene, you know. And while she waited for a third trial, she lived in her mother's home on house arrest, and she fell pregnant with her son. However, the details of how she met her child's father and the name and the details have not been disclosed to the public. In 2017, after a third trial, a jury returned a verdict in just 90 minutes, and the new mom was sent back to prison. Daria was again convicted of solicitation to commit first-degree murder and sentenced to 16 years in prison. So Dahlia will remain behind bars until August 2032. Despite the reinstated sentence, her lawyers are still fighting her conviction. And as recently as February last year, February 2020, a judge refused to hear her case on appeal. But her lawyers have vowed to continue the, you know, to file petitions. And Dahlia <laughs> continues to maintain her innocence. And this is such a bizarre case because you're caught on camera. You're not even 100% sure. You're 5,000% sure you want this person killed off. You've given him antifreeze. You've planted drugs on him to try and get him arrested, you know, to get him back to jail. However, you you know you're you're maintaining innocence, and she's actually um, there's a series called Signs of a Psychopath, and this year actually it's a series called Signs of a Psychopath, and Dali is actually being investigated by them because you honestly have to be a psychopath for you to turn this whole thing be filmed. I will still maintain, you know, that you're innocent. So, guys, I know this was like a short episode. However, if you've heard the case of Dalia DePolito, please share, you know, let us know. But we thought to come back and have another truly crime episode. And this time, you know, it's a woman who's committed the crime. And once more, it's one of those cases that was spoken about a lot on social media, um, on Twitter, the video circulated a lot because she was 5,000% sure. So, yeah, thank you so much for listening to this episode. And we'll catch you on the next episode um, of the Normal Podcast, or probably of Truly Crime. Apologies for us having, you know, gone on a little summer break, but... We're back, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. Take care. And remember to follow us everywhere. And whichever platform you're listening to this on, please like us, rate us, and comment. Thank you.
Hey guys, it's me, Rini. Thank you so much for listening. We didn't get the time to actually end the podcast properly. And this is because our studio time had overran and it didn't record us ending the podcast. So thank you so much for listening. Remember to follow us on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, comment, rate us, refer us to your friends and also follow us on Instagram at nomwepod. That's N-O-M-W-E-P-O-D on Instagram. Thank you so much, guys.